Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name Kyle Bowen. Most importantly, that's Trevor Beggs. And, and even more importantly, bro, that, that that's Nick Bondi. How's it going, guys? It's going very, very well. The Canucks got a important dub tonight. Five. Was it four two? Four two. It was no, five two. two. It was five two. I've had a few drinks. All right. It's it's been a hot minute. It's but been a hot minute. That's how my guy's feeling right now. He said it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot, it's been minute. hot minute. It's been a hot minute since the Vancouver Canucks won an important game like that. Yeah, no, it's been a long fucking time, man. It's been a long fucking time for sure. And it came out of nowhere kind of in the third period, man. It was the St. Louis Blues were easily the better team at five on five tonight. And then all of a sudden, Troy Stetcher, Tony Stretcher out of nowhere, makes it 3-2. And then two minutes later, Bo Horvat with the sickest fucking deke he's ever pulled off. Kyle, nah, I think you pointed out during that goal, man, but he never makes those deeks. No, he, he never makes it, but he fucking nailed it that time. That no, was amazing. It was an NHL 13 goal. He makes the deeks. He just doesn't finish the goals. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at Horvat throughout the years. I mean, there's prob probably been, you know, seven to 10 times where he just made incredible one on one moves, but he just never finishes. And you know what happens? Nobody remembers a move if you don't finish the goal, right? It, it doesn't become a highlight. You know what I'm saying? So. So that was something. It was probably, you know, one of one of the more yeah, it was the most important goal in his NHL career. Yeah. And Bor Horvat's tried those moves before. Like yeah. that, that's kind of his signature move. But that's the first time he's able to pull it off and then go top shelf. But Benny did not have a good game today. No, he, it, he, he was not very good. That that Oh, come on, man. That that goal that Stetcher scored hey, hey, to make hey, a 3-2, which ended up being the winning goal. I would be so choked if Jacob Markson let that goal in. It went, you know, he has the perfect angle, just kind of goes through him, goes through his it was his armpit. It was just a, just a bad goal. Benning did not have a good game. Well, let's just start there with that goal. That, that was a huge goal, and that was a huge moment, and, and it was a very sentimental moment, too. Troy from Richmond. Straight up. It it, it was powerful, man. It, it was just one of those moments where it, it, when you're watching sports, you're, you're still a human, but there, there's something else there. But when, when he scored that goal and he, and he pointed to the sky and you saw the reaction from Besser and the hug, it, it was it was like much deeper than that. And, yeah, yeah it made me... Made me think about my father, man. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, we're already five games into these playoffs, and you've seen these moments from now, both Brock Besser and Troy Stetcher, you know? Two guys who have been teammates for such a long time, and you saw that moment there during the game even when Brock Besser and he goes and hugs Troy Stetcher, and what a moment for two buddies going through something, some beautiful, stuff that's similar beautiful. in their life, man. They've all both gone through loss, and they both scored some huge goals, and they both, you know, uh, paid tribute to those who meant a lot to them. So there's been some really powerful emotional moments in these playoffs apart with the Canucks, and again, it's another reason to believe in this team, right? It's another reason to believe, you know, a lot of guys playing with some fire right now. No, straight up, straight up. Just absolutely, uh, absolutely beautiful. And, and yeah, again, made me think about my father. Shout out to my fathers. And, and yo, straight up, my, my boy Begsy, uh, about to be a dad. Just shout out to, to every great dad out there. Beautiful moment, beautiful moment outside of the game of hockey. But hey, we got to cut to the conversation. Yo, Tej, Tej from the Larsh cast is hopping on the post game show here in the podcast world. And I and I saw that he had a tweet earlier referring to to some new new news with the large cast. I'm gonna get him to leak it. Let, let's try it out. Let's get to that conversation. We got Tej, yes Tej, from the large cast. 
okay, okay, sipping on a 40. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Nick Bondi, right after game one. Because that's what we do. That's how we do the podcast game, right after the game. And this time we got Tej on the conversation from the large cast. Yo, first off, good night. Hey, and second, man, how you doing? Night. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How can you not be doing great after a night like this? Uh, Canucks, you know, a lot of people were nervous before this game tonight. You know, didn't know what to expect against the sleeping giant they called the St. Louis Blues. But at the end of the day, those guys are still sleeping and the Canucks are flying high. Oh, man, I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. We're going all the way. <laughs> oh, my guy's feeling himself right now, man. Singing. That's oh, how. Yes. That's how good you're feeling. I'm. I'm gonna go around the room. Nick, how are you feeling right now? Trevor, how are you feeling? And then we'll finish it off with Tej. Like, how are you guys feeling right now? I'm feeling amazing. It's so nice to have big, meaningful wins back with the Vancouver Canucks. It's been a while. We we've. As fans, we've suffered through the death marches, you know, those games where they're playing out the string and you're just looking forward to the draft. You're looking looking ahead to see where they're gonna finish in the in the draft rankings. But it's nice to have these meaningful wins back. I don't remember like when Bo Horvat scored that filthy goal to make it four two. I was going absolutely wild. When was the last time I ever went absolutely wild like that for a Canucks goal? I can't remember it. So it's just it's just such a new not new feeling, but such a, a feeling I've missed for so many, so many years. Yeah, it's been a long time, but I remember the last time you busted that move because we posted to the Nuxus Connor Twitter, man. It's when Chris Tanev scored. You went nuts, man. I saw you. I went nuts. I went nuts, but Bo Horvat scoring just an absolutely filthy goal to make oh it 4 2 and man. sealing and pretty much sealing that win. That was something he, else. He sealed the win with that first goal, too. Like, this, the way he arrived. Today, Bo Horvat, it's one of his best games of the year, honestly. Bo Horvat led the charge from the start to the finish. You know, that's what this team needs, too. And, you know, everybody was looking at Bo Horvat, you know, a, a lot of times this year. Oh, was he the right pick for captain? You heard that crap. You know, you heard that crap continuously for some reason because there's guys like PD on the team and you know, guys reason. like Miller come into the mix. But at the end of the day... Here's your perfect example of why he is captain. When do you show up? When it matters most. And tonight, game one against the defending Stanley Cup champions, it matters more than anything. And there you go. Bo Horvat leading the charge from start to finish. Well done, Bo. Well done. Well, well I've been on record many times now. I guess I talk a lot, but hey, I, I, I've said it. I think this is beginning to feel real. And you also I, spell your name a lot, I think. <laughs> there yeah. you go, straight up, straight up. <laughs> when it, it's a hard name to spell, man. Like, you go. Gotta tough. tell the people. Gotta tell the people. K-Y-L-E-B-A-K-W-A-N. <laughs> Kyle Bowen talking to you. This is Sipping on a 40. We got Trevor, we got Nick, and most importantly, we got Tej from the Large Cast. Yo, spell my last name. Spell my last name, Kyle. Dollywall, D-H-A-W. I don't even know. Oh, oh no. Sipping on too much 40s. Sipping on too many 40s. I love it. I love it. You're taking an L right now. No, he never takes L's, man. It's all dubs. It's about being Brazilian and hey, honest person, honest podcast. Not the best speller. Yo, this is beginning to start to feel a little bit more real. And I don't think this team is going all the way, but. Since it's starting to feel real, it's just hard for me to believe that they actually have a chance against the St. Louis Blues. Well, the thing is, if they beat the Blues, how do you think that locker room is feeling? They're going to feel like they can go all the way. And so at the end of the day, we have to give them the, the faith and the belief. At the, It's hockey. You know, we, we, we see it all the time. You know, teams get hot. They go on a roll. The, the pandemic changed everything. It's, it's even keel more than ever before here in this, in this bubble. And the one thing I keep thinking about is that the, the Canucks no longer have to worry about travel. 
they're right there in the mix of the things, you know, like all these teams that used to have minimal travel issues, you know, the Canucks are the one team that benefits the most out of this bubble in that regard. And you can't take that for granted. And, you know, I mean, I, I, maybe it doesn't play a huge factor, but it's playing a factor. You guarantee that. And so I just think this mix, the team that we have, you know, we talk about analytics, we talk about, you know, grit, we talk about skill. We look at examples like the Oilers who played emotionless. Like we had Jason Greger on our podcast recently. He talked about the Oilers. He's an Oilers guy. And he said they played without any emotion at all. And, and you know, Chicago loved that because they played right into Chicago's game plan. He also talked about the Leafs, how they, don't, they, they have all these skill guys that are same type of players that don't have any grit. And, and you need grit to win. They traded Nazem Kadri. What did Kadri do today in the playoffs? Scored the first goal in a 0-0 game late in the third period right in front of the net on the power play and then two like three straight goals after that or like two more goals after that bang bang cannot colorado just runs the table like this is the type of like you know team that you need to to succeed in the playoffs and the canucks are full of grit they're and full they of, have top end skill they're full of grit it's and they're good full combination of emotion, and they have an elite goaltending and they have a guy i don't know if you guys have heard of this guy before his name is Quinn Hughes. Have you heard of him before? <laughs> Damn, I, I, I haven't heard of him. Haven't heard of him. No, he's he's, he's, he's my he's better my favorite than Scott player. Scott I'll tell you that. Right <laughs> hey, how about better than Bobby Orr, man? Bobby Orr had forty-one oh, points in his rookie season, man. Yo, you watch the Bobby Orr games. Bobby Orr, he's a little slower than Quinn Hughes, man. Quinn oh, Hughes, I guarantee, he's wow. beating Bobby Orr in a foot race. Wow. Telling you right you now. You know, one of these guys, these data analysts, the scientists, he, he he looked at comparables. Like he 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 said Brian Leach. And uh, I think it was Scott Niedermeyer where, where Quinn Hughes is comparables. That's nasty, uh, in right? In his draft year. And so there you go. That's like, nasty, that's hype, bro. Right? That's, bro pff, that's gross. That's disgusting. And, and, you know, you brought up the, the edge and the grit that good teams need. And, and Toronto may not have that. You know, you can look around the lineup and you can give some of that credit to, you know, the Beagles, the Mods, and Miller, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But when you're getting that effort and that compete from Pedersen, it, it, it just trickles down because he is one of the grittiest players on this team. He is. And he stepped up. Like, I think his first season when he got knocked around a few times, got injured off of plays that he, you know, like that Matheson hit. Pedersen this year, he would have bounced off that, no problem. He would have given it, given it back to Matheson. That first year, he was obviously too weak and he came back. He came back looking like Captain America, you know, like, and I think that you're right, Kyle. It's a trickle down effect. You know, you need your stars to show the rest of the team how to play, but not just the stars, but, you know, Benning was on 650 talking about he brought in the type of veterans that, help your stars develop the right way. And I think that's some point that you have to really think about because it's true. You know, bring in the guys like the cup-winning Beagle, a winner at all levels. You know, bring in Brandon Sutter of the world who's got that DNA in his pedigree. You know, you bring in these type of veterans. And Tyler Myers, like people hate on Tyler Myers. And even now, he didn't have a good uh, game today. Game yeah. one. He didn't have a good game. But but he had a good series against Minnesota. You know, regardless of how you feel about the penalties, he had a good series. He played physical. He played tough. And, and, you know, even though today he didn't have a good game, he's the type of player that can instill that culture and, and, and reinforce that type of development that you want to see your stars have. And Pedersen's playing that way. You know, I'm not going to give those guys all the credit because Pedersen has that DNA too. You know, like in, he did it in the Swedish league. You know, the, the Vaxo coach, his, his Swedish coach was talking about Pedersen didn't. We didn't teach Pedersen anything. Pedersen taught us everything. You know, like, <laughs> I love that quote. You know? I love that. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and I think what Pedersen's doing to endear himself even more to Canucks fans is he's sticking up for himself. He's the guy fighting back yep. against these these players. And, hey, I love the Sedins as much as the next guy. They're the two best players in franchise history. But we all remember what happened in 2011 oh, when Brad Marchant speed bagged 
the city one of the scenes i think it was either henrik oh, or daniel right. just it's and like I still have that and, yeah, and they still didn't they didn't do anything and what i think wait what wait, wait hold doing. the fuck up dude what the, what the fuck are you doing bro Ooh. this is sipping on a 40 no 2011 hey, talk okay. no 2011 <laughs> talk no you're muted you're muted you're muted bro that's the rule here that's the Yo, rule here who, who is that guy is that no, mark messier no, get him out of here man, oh. okay no 2011 we'll, talk we'll go back to this series now because you talk about the sedines what happened then but you look at Patterson now and he was like punching ryan hartman in the back of the head in game yeah one, man and that was a crazy moment but Ted, i want to ask you this because you talk about the canucks grit and you look at quinn hughes tonight he had another terrific game i think early on he was very noticeable but he did take some poundings from david perron there he was getting beat up a bit no one's really yeah. gone after quinn hughes like that and no yeah. one really stood up for quinn hughes in the moment there is that yeah, something that concerns you yeah. going forward you, you think that someone needs to step up you know teach braun a lesson and stand up for guys like quinn hughes i mean he's their best fucking player smallest guy i, on guarantee, the ice, and he's I guarantee getting you tonight. what you're what you're talking about travis green is going to be telling the team tomorrow like he you know these are the type of things that these, these were professional these professionals in the locker room they got video analysts they got an entire roster in the in this in the front office this is the type of stuff these guys with a high hockey iq are doing and you know quinn hughes is the number one star like well co-number one star on that team but right now it feels like he is the engine on that team you know Pedersen for everything he's doing you know he, i still i feel he's taking a little bit of a backseat to quinn hughes travis green is going to go into that locker room and go into practice tomorrow and he's going to talk to his boys and be like you cannot let Perron do that to Quinn Hughes. No way. And Quinn Hughes himself, though, from his point of view, he's a he's a young kid still. You know, this team believes, obviously, but you know, if we're gonna keep things real, we have to have expectations that maybe they they go on a magical run, but re in reality, it's probably gonna be maybe one round, two rounds, maybe three rounds, right? But you know, maybe four like rounds. Win, maybe you know, it's kind of out. Of, it feels like it's a little bit out of the realm. I'm not gonna say completely out of the realm. I'm a believer. You know that, but. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that's going to help Quinn Hughes become even better. And, and, and so if the Canucks don't go all the way and they go, you know, in the offseason that's short, but next year Quinn Hughes is going to be thinking about the things that affected him this, this playoffs and oh, yeah. also this season. And, and against the Stanley Cup contenders, like they're going to bring the, the exact type of, like, you know, they're going to replicate the exact type of competitive nature that you need to feed off of to, to succeed in the league. They're the ones who just won. You know, like real they're shit, the they're shit. the the model at this point. No other team is better than the St. Louis Blues right now because they're the Cup champs. Straight no, up. no, that, and they, that's a and, fact. and for everything that people were talking about, they're sleeping in this in the round robin. St. Louis showed up tonight. Yeah, they're way better, way better. But Vancouver showed up a little more, so ooh, I love it ooh, so much. Ooh, I'm ooh. I'm on riding on a high right hey, now. Hey, fair I, enough, fair enough, it. man. The homie sipping, sipping on what? What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking a gin and juice. You know ooh. that. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to say one thing, though. This is public. I don't drink that much, guys. Oh, no, it's, it's all good, man. I don't it's drink the playoffs. That it's the playoffs. Had two yeah. beers, and now I got it's some the, green it's tea. It's a Canucks hey, game night. That's exactly. Real talk, undefeated <laughs> when I start drinking green tea during the game, so... Well, yeah, it must be a thing. It must be a thing. And you know my routine too. You know, game two, I started cracking a beer at the beginning of every period, and they haven't lost yet. Four game winning streak right now. You know, so no, better not stop cracking. Apparently. I know exactly. I just drank a bunch of beer and they win. So. <laughs> that, that's no, my superstition. Were you slacking game one, Bondi? Was yeah, that the problem? That was yeah, the problem. Okay, I didn't drink. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have a special request. I want to hear more of those sound effects, man. That's brilliant production <laughs> hey, on that side, man. There you go. Hey, hey, one love, one love, one love. Hey, and one more question on sipping on a forty with Tej from the large cast. Tej, there you go. Le leak the info. Leak the info. Oh, you want to know the yes. news? Oh, oh man. Okay, we I'll tell you. Listen, listen. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leak it because we have a plan for the league. But 
Well, let me go around the table. What do you guys think it is? Man, come on. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, we no, don't know no, anything. No. What we do don't you guys know anything, think it is? bro. I can't leak it here, man. I can't leak it you here. You never know with the uh, podcast tomorrow night. I know, so I know. We try, man. You know what? One what do you guys of- think it is, though? What do you guys think it is? Uh, new, uh, new host, some sort of new, new host. host? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, no, no, sponsorship no. from the it's Canucks. That, guys, come on, it's way better. Than Are that. these guys going to be the official podcast of the Vancouver Canucks? Do we break it yeah, down? Yeah, we break it down. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here yeah, first yeah. on Sipper on a forty. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks have made the large cast yeah. of the official uh, podcast. The Canucks aren't doing anything official in that regard, but oh. I'm not, I mean, uh, it's oh, not whoa. far-fetched. Oh, 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 okay, yo, this why, this why. And this is this is just honest truth. I don't I don't care if we're talking to the host of the large cast. This is why this is the best post game podcast in the hey, game. In I, the break, game. Uh, I spread love. You guys know, you know, it's not about me. It's about the connection. Oh, I know. I know. There are a lot of there are a lot of self-indulgent individuals out there that make it about themselves. Um, it's about the I'm city. not going to name names. I'm not going to name names, but we all know who they are. I just think personally, know. you know, like. You know, I didn't enter this this uh, this industry to to make it about myself. It's all one love, right? It's about the team. It's about the Canucks. We all want to win a Stanley Cup. We want to, we want what's best for the city. And when the Canucks are doing well, and even the conversation around the Canucks, it, when it's when it's more uplifting, everybody's having a better time. People are living better lives. And that's what it's about, and, and that's what the large cast is about. And I feel like that's what you guys are about. And that's why I love you guys. And I'll just say this one thing though: the, the news is coming soon. It's very exciting news. But it's just the beginning for the podcasters of this world, you know? Whoa, it's just whoa, the beginning, whoa, whoa. okay? You know what? It's just the beginning. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, that's whoa, the wrong whoa, sound whoa, effect. Whoa. You know what? That's <laughs> the wrong sound effect right there. Hey, bro. Give me something exciting, hey, Kyle. Hey, Come on. Give me something exciting. I just won the prices right. Give me the give me the showcase showdown right now. Come you're, on. You're an optometrist, man. You got to send the check if you're going to send that big of a plug on my show, man. Straight <laughs> up, bro. Sipping on a 40. Hey, thanks so much, though, man. Have a good night. And again, man, anytime someone guys. comes on this late, that's love. One love, yeah, man. We appreciate it. One love to the city. No, you know, like I said before, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. You bring that energy. You bring that vibe. It's all it's all about that that positive, uplifting, you know, optimistic point of view. You know, maybe you guys, everybody needs to keep it real once in a while. The real things that happen, the player shits the bed, or you know, a management bad decision here and there. You gotta you gotta keep it real. But at the end of the day, it's one love. It's one love. It's one love, and it's sipping on a forty. We'll be right back. You're back on sipping on a forty. Well, well, I guess you were always here. Straight up, you, you never left. I hope, had, I hope not. I hope you didn't leave. We just had Tash. We left, though. We left. <laughs> we, dude, straight up, straight up, man. We went to another place, man. That that was uh that that, that was definitely the the Zoom call of optimist optimistic values. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got him on after a win. <laughs> Yo, straight up. Not that man. he'd be super pessimistic after a loss. Definitely not. That's not Tej's yeah. vibe. But it was just nice to get those positive vibes you after what, a positive man? result. Yeah, the most positive guy in Canucks Nation is probably Tej Dollywall. He really is like the most positive dude ever. I th- I think and you heard I, it right no, there. I think friend of the show, Canuck Clay. Oh, Canuck oh. Clay. Clay was very, very, very oh. close. He's, he you might be what? the most positive guy. You know but what, if something man? bad happened to the Canucks, very close. Who, who would be more likely to criticize, Clay or Tej? I don't even I th- know. I think man. Clay. I think Clay. I think Clay would. So I, I, yeah. I, I makes you Tez more positive. You know positive, what? It's one love. It's know. one love. It's one love. And one thing about Sipping on a 40, we don't, we don't cover Canucks Twitter. You know, we cover the games. We cover the games. Straight up, straight uh, hey, up. Man. I, I was asked the question and I answered. Straight up, straight up, man. Hey, how about that? How about that 2011 talk, eh? <laughs> I just cut you off. Oh, uh, yeah, that that's the rule. So, how yeah, many that, seconds is it? Do you count? You know, it's happened I keep on on forgetting. Twice. It's just a natural reaction of mine. I know, man. It, it's, it's, um, it's because you're hurt. Yeah, it, I, I haven't gotten over it quite yet. A lot of people are hurt in the city because they hold on to that. And I always tell people, you, you got to let go. You got to let go. And, and, and a good way to do that is just. 
forgive forgive the team, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how I did it. Actually, I do know how I did it. And it makes a lot of sense on how we're going to end this episode. It's because I took a break from the Canucks. I couldn't, I gave up. I gave up, right? Like wrongfully so. You should never give up on your team. But I actually stopped watching and lost that connection. And when I came back to to superstars and that's what this team really has right well we're talking about Pedersen and Hughes I've dropped him I've dropped it many times two of the top 20 players in the dance right now and when I say that I'm just talking about the players and that are playing right now but is that a is that a strong thing to say if we're just heading into next year and we're, we're talking about Quinn and Petey being two of the top 20 players in the league but yeah, they are two of the top 20 players in the league. But you'll, you look at the Canucks right now, and I think the three best players you consider are Hughes, Pedersen, and Bester. But then you look at Horvat, Miller, Markstrom. I mean, Miller scored today, Horvat had two goals, and Markstrom was arguably the team's best player. They got a lot of guys right now, and this season even, who are playing at the top of their game. You could argue those six guys are playing better than they've ever played before. And that's, that's a big chunk of your roster. That's a third of your team on the ice during the game kicking ass, you know? It's fantastic to see right now for the Canucks. Yeah, Pedersen and... Quinn Hughes, I would say easily next season could be, I think they're in the conversation for top 20 players in the league. Quinn Hughes definitely in the conversation for like top three, five defensemen in the league. Like he's showing off right now. Like he top is- Top three, five, I like it. Yeah, he's showing off right now. I think he, what, he got, he's got seven points. He has as many points. I was looking this up on Twitter before we, we started this. He's got almost as many points or is tied for as many points as Connor McDavid. Yeah. Like well, he's, he's just behind, I think. Unless he got three tonight. But still, he, he's right he, up there. He had one tonight, I think. Yeah. He's had he's had an amazing start to these playoff plays. Yeah. He's a gamer, man. He's a baller. And, and and this is maybe happening because this is not Quinn Hughes' rookie season. I, I don't feel like that anymore because this guy got a four-month break. You know what I'm saying? He might be might be just entering this this new bizarre playoff series as just as just being a second-year player, a little bit more experienced. And a little bit more calm. Knows who he's playing with. That being said, the playoffs are playoffs are a whole different game. They really are. Yeah. It's played at a different pace. I really want to see what St. Louis does to Quinn Hughes for the rest of the series. Is it going to be more of what Perron did tonight? And if they're losing, fuck yeah, it's going to be. They're going to go after Quinn Hughes. They have to. And no one, again, no one's really done this yet. No one's really pummeled Quinn Hughes. No one's really gone after him like this. So I want to see what the Canucks response is. If they start going after Quinn Hughes, I hope it galvanizes them and I hope they take care of it. No, but facts, facts. Yeah, they didn't I, really do that tonight. But again, they had the lead, but of a different scenario. I said so it's a story to watch, though. Yeah, I want to see if Quinn Hughes stands up for himself. Like, well, Does he have time. to, though? Come on, man. He doesn't he have to. He does to an extent. He does but, to an extent. Not every look, look. He'll sign me, though. Look, Get, we've seen tonight. Like, not everyone is going to jump out and fight when when you're on the ice like that. If you Like, we saw, like, Oscar Fansburg was standing right beside. Yeah, he just kind of glossed over it. And know. kind of just skated away. That's some bullshit. Or is it Green telling the boys, like, be disciplined? It's 4-2 It could be, Blues. definitely. I think but so. But, yo, oh, man, it's you're not bigger than the game, obviously. You're, you're never bigger than the game. But th this team is also a, a Quinn Hughes injury away from just being bad. <laughs> but you look at the you Canucks know? in the first round, too, and I, I do see that contrast because they took more minor penalties than anyone in the play-ins. And, you know, they can't just keep giving teams power plays, especially St. Louis with the third best power play in the regular season and hope to have success. It's just not going to happen. So I can definitely see him 100% telling those guys, like, okay, we have the lead. Don't fuck this up. We need this one nothing win. Let's get the momentum. Let's and get going. I'd, I'd say like a good chunk of those are Tyler Myers. So as long as Tyler Myers cle cleans up his defensive game, doesn't take any more penalties. Oh, no, he's taking more penalties, man. He's, he's yeah, taking more penalties. Let's not, sorry, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, he's Dude, taking a few more penalties. 10 is ridiculous, yo. 10 is... I don't know what Ted was talking about there. I, I should have stepped in there, but we were, we were running out of time, and maybe no, I he, just backed he, out. He just goes, man. He's the he guest, just goes. You know? You know, he just goes. It is what it is. There's no excuse for that, man. Ten is a lot. Ten is a lot, bro. That's a in lot of time spent. Yeah. 
Five, five now. Five complete games. He got 10 penalties. He's got, what, maybe like six or seven in his last three games. This is a problem now. This is. This is. Hey, hey but before before we give him too much shit, he did draw a penalty oh, yeah. with his big goofy yeah. ball that led to a Pedersen goal tonight. So, Tyler Myers, thank you, buddy. Thank, thank you for diving. Take, thank you for diving. Thank you for diving for the team. Oh, we bro, okay, before it. we Before we leave here, and I guess we're just ending on... You know, some just really high, optimistic talk. We drinking that green tea. The, the boys have had a couple beers. And, and we just saw a game one victory in the first round of the playoffs. This is uh this is this is bizarre, but it's it's Vancouver. It's starting to feel it's starting to feel right again. That goal by Pedersen. I, I can't wait to watch that again. What was that more ridiculous than than what I, you know, first thought it was? I think so. Like <laughs> that was he crazy. was falling down and just snipes it over Bennington. Like he's kind of falling down and loses his balance and still manages to get enough torque on the shot to go top shelf. Straight up. Yeah, it was an incredible up. play, man. Look, And the shot, like, perfect location and everything. And it looks like just one big motion and him falling down. I don't know if it was falling down before he was taking the shot or afterwards, but he just made it look effortless, man. Like, one big motion, whip of the stick. Whip right to the, the top. Right to the top, Cheddar, man. Unbelievable. Elias Pedersen, let's go. Sipping on a 40. Do, do you remember when he uh, first talked about a shot and he's like, yo, I just grip it and rip it? I just grip <laughs> it and rip it. I just grip it and rip it? Grip it and rip it. Out that, tonight. That's, that's extreme. Go. That's extreme. I guess he's an extreme player. He, he really is one of the best in the league right now. And your city is 15 wins away. Yo, look, I'm playing some Soul For Ya production beats. It's saying it's free. And we got the reggae in the background. Yo, the city is... It's going to wake up differently tomorrow. The water cooler, cooler talk, it's going to matter. It's going to matter. Again, we're, we're going to be talking about that Troy Stetcher moment. There's going to be stories about it. And it was so beautiful. So beautiful. Hey, shout out to my dad, yo. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to your dad. Shout out dad. Shout out dads everywhere, man. The good ones. Because that's love. That's beyond the game. And again, when I saw that, it's, it's just, just another reminder. They don't even have to be there. They don't have to be there, especially in 2020. And they're, they're just blessing the people with some entertainment. And, and it's... It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. It's hockey. It's Vancouver. That was sipping on a 48. Shout out to Tesh from the Large Cast. I guess go go follow that podcast. Or no, you can do it, man. Or you can just stick why to the Nuxmas Conning Network. Yeah. Hey. We already gave you four shows. Hey, why not both? Because we already gave you four shows. You, you think people want five shows? Yeah, why not? People want Canucks content. Damn, bro. Straight up. Straight up. You right. I guess you can go follow them. Then. Those are five pretty good shows. Five pretty, go show, pretty good shows. Four of shows. them on the Next Best Contact Network. Four of them. Give us a swipe. Give us a tap. Wherever, yes, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I, I promise you, you will make your hockey life a little bit better. Go check out The Quickie by Trevor Beggs. Four days a week. Fastest hockey show in the world. And we just had Blake Price talking about this series with Nick Bondi on Power of the Towel. My name, Kyle Bowen. I'm going to spell it again. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Again, that was sipping on a 40. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. Vancouver, Vancouver, I guess we can say it. 15 more wins. Peace.